Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. That's me, Ben, the one true co-host of the pop here. Let me just say, Ben, how was uh, how was life on a billboard life treating you? It's been really, it's uh, been really uh, good. Like just truly, truly <laughs> fantastic. Our, Everything you dreamed of. Uh, yes, I I think what really like took the cake for me was last week. Uh, for for those of you who don't know, we we are officially on a billboard. That's right. Uh, for for being Roanoke's number one podcast. That's right. According to the Roanoke Magazine, as voted on by. Probably you guys, hopefully. Um, but yeah, la- the thing that takes the cake for me was last week, our uh, grandfather texted me and asked if we could send him a picture, uh, a framed picture of the popcorn culture billboard. Oh, and I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. It's like, <laughs> it's like, you know, just proud, proud grandparent oh, makes you man. feel like a proud grandchild. Um it's weird to refer to yourself as a grandchild. Uh, yeah, that is weird. We're grandchildren. We are grandchildren. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I, it's been really cool. I think that slowly my friends have been seeing it, like sending me pictures. And you have know, you just, have you officially seen it in person now? I've still not seen it in person. What? I know. I know. Benjamin. I, I feel like I feel like okay. I've probably talked about this before, but like my available time mm-hmm. is becoming so absurdly restricted mm-hmm. like yeah. we, we don't super have to get into like my current 75 hard endeavors or anything like that uh because we have harped on it pretty aggressively over the past several weeks but i think between like working out coming to work working out again working on the vlog fulfilling social commitments taking care of my house and taking care of a child mm-hmm. it's just like it it is so funny because like like i used to love just like washing my truck you right. know, it was like like one of those things. I'd be like, "This is the best." Like, I'll go outside and I'll just spend the next two hours. You know, just like cleaning my truck, just I'll vacuum the inside. Just gonna you know. wash my vehicle. Exactly. And now it's like now it's like the uh, the idea of just going across town to like the drive through car wash is like so luxurious <laughs> in nature. It's like I couldn't use seventeen minutes to do such a thing. Right. Like. That would be, oh my gosh, how how indulgent. Yeah, I have had that exact experience with washing my car because I don't think I have hand washed my car in like, I don't know, seven years or okay. something. Okay. Yeah, but certainly there are days, especially since having kids where it's just like, I'm sort of like out like um, you know, running an air and I'll be like in the vicinity of like just, just the drive through car wash and I'm like, you know what I could do right now? I don't think it would take that long. 
I think I could go do it. I, I <laughs> and I'll I, drive there. I'm like, I washed my car. This is, oh man, the things I got done today. Tremendous. I know. I know. It's like, it's like, and when you say I washed my car, what you really mean is the machine washed my car. Yeah, but I drove it there, man. I sat in the car while it happened. No, I know. I know. Yeah. That, that's Ooh. the thing. It feels like a huge accomplishment, but it's not like compared to, to the, the old fashioned hand wash and, yeah. and, and maybe accompanying wax. Yeah. You know, it's just like we, we've, there's been a departure. There's there been a departure. Been a departure. I would like this very past weekend, the kids were down for a nap. I think yesterday. And what this was, I, I like there, the, that is like such a, such a window of opportunity in my week or like on the weekends, the two, like the, the two quiet times in the afternoon when all the kids are down, it's like, this is free time. Right. This is like, maybe I could get anything done time. And often what I just want to do is like sit down and like play a video game or just what, whatever, whatever is going to be relaxing. So yesterday I went, I, what I wanted to do is play Beat Sabers. And I was like, I was like, I plugged in my headset earlier today. I'm so happy about it. But I found out quickly that even though I had plugged the cable to charge it in, oh, that no. a child of mine had unplugged the whole thing from the wall. Oh, so no. oh was, dear. I, went, I was like, it's not on now. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go weed the garden. This is going to be tremendous. I have found time to do a chore. And it's like, it's amazing to me how like something like weeding the garden garden is now like something I can like look forward to doing because I think partially because like it's it's something I always I want to do now that I have planted things Uh I'm like I want to take care of those things and it's like now I need to find the time to go weed the garden it's like now I have to I can go do it I can go pull weeds this is amazing I have time to do it right now I can get that done yes yeah yes no you're you're absolutely right like I think this is like one of those things where um like like parents always want to like be getting getting like chores done or whatever they want you to like yeah. be out there being productive and stuff like that and it's like that seems like the least fun way to spend my time yeah. that i could possibly imagine and you're absolutely right though it's like oh my gosh two hours i want to go to yard work let's go do it it's i'm like, gonna go yeah buckle up That's this is right. the highlight of my week <laughs> not only that but it was like it's been raining a lot recently so i was like not only do i have time to do it but the ground conditions are perfect <laughs> <laughs> this is what is that great weeding weather this is this yeah. is the ground is moist i'm going to be able to get out there turns out that ended up not being the case well and the ground conditions were perfect let me tell you folks at home but um almost not not 15 minutes into it did a child decide that they were just done with nap time a little bit early and beth called and she's like can you go, can you go get one of the kids and then that was just like one of the kids crying, woke up one of the other kids crying. And then when you go to check on one of them, Luke's like, is someone out there? Can I get up? Can I get up? Can I get up? And it's like, yeah, yeah. If I'm going to have to get them up, there's really no way I'm going to avoid getting in. Then, then it's just pandemonium. And, it's just, it's just that's like, the end of it. Everything. Quiet came, time. My, my quality weeding time quality has been. Weeding time. There is like a solid three by three section of the garden that got weeded and that was it. Next time <laughs> I'm over, I'll be sure to be like, you weed wow, this? Wow, look at this. This, this, this? looks good this looks good the thing is the thing is they'll be back they'll be back yeah Yeah, that is that is is how weeds work it is a non-stop root system down there i can hardly part of me is like maybe just wait for them to get bigger so it'll be easier to pull them out i don't know or alternatively you could go and hire an excavator yeah uh you know from like a rental location and just take up all the dirt take up all see this would be an option except now the flower the sunflowers are coming up oh that's true so you can't really remove it Yeah. yeah Yeah, so, maybe next year I'll just be like, I'm going to go. I need fresh dirt. <laughs> yeah, fresh dirt. Just fresh get dirt. someone come. I only need the bulldozer for like one scoop, probably. Right. Weed-free just dirt, please. Give me, yeah. Take all that weed dirt. Get it right on out of here. 
Maybe do a second scoop just for good measure. All right, cool, 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 cool. I'm just going to put fresh dirt in. Yeah. And then they'll be back anyway. Uh, nothing like fresh dirt. Nothing like fresh dirt. Anyway, the good news was is that this past weekend, we did actually have a, a rather fun opportunity arise where we uh, hosted here at the uh, SCB offices. Oh, yes, we did. Uh, after hours, but we hosted a... Uh, Halo LAN party. Yeah. Uh, where, th- like, I feel like a childhood dream of mine came true. Yeah. Which was, like, what I have always wanted. And, and like, when it comes to playing, like, this, like, multiplayer, um, like, game, best case scenario is having 16 people in the room. And what's fun about that is that, like, when you're playing online with other people, for one, it's hard to, like, execute a plan because like you're not really talking to the other people. So it's sort of dependent on like how well does everybody kind of know the pre-established strategy and like how much are we just going to follow that strategy and see if it works. Right. And how much are we just going to rely on like, okay, um, whoever's the best person will probably, someone is just going to be, I'll just trust someone's going for the flag. And, uh, if I see people from the other team, I'll try and I'll try and shoot them down. Right, right. Yeah. So what? And yeah, so that's the big thing. Is in that typically, like people are so good at video games, and I'm so bad at video games, uh, that the the caliber of online play is just above my head. Oh. However, yeah, the caliber of people who are willing to arrive for a Saturday evening, uh, you know, bout of Halo matches, yeah, not so bad. Not so bad. Not so bad. Plus, plus. There's like inevitably some people are just like better than other people because they just have more more hours logged on the old video games. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, when you're all in the same area, you can just like adjust the teams literally by physically moving around. That's true. Or whatever. It's just yep. like, okay, who were the obvious best people? <laughs> you're not on the same team. Right. You know, like yep. you can you can adjust it. It's not just like you got randomly paired with some you know, twelve-year-old savant over there who's no scoping you from across the level. Exactly, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but so uh, we had, we had, we didn't get the full sixteen. I don't think at any one point in time. But we had fifteen people, yeah, all inside of the office and we had actually gone through and we had like our, our projectors uh like one of them was pointing at a wall one of them was pointing at like a like a um like a screen you know and so everybody's playing on these like massive fields of view but we had four xboxes 16 controllers like it was just it was just a, a good old hooting and hollering good time can i can i offer one minor disappointment from the evening oh yeah let me hear it let me just let, i i assumed this would be there and it wasn't and that the, there was no mountain dew there was no mountain there dew. was no mountain yeah, dew. I, I have to tell you jay <laughs> that like this goes back to the conversation we we're having before though is that like time yeah. is is just like it is so limited I understand. and so the the saturday that like i was i was like prepping for everybody to arrive i basically did not stop moving the whole day and was still not getting stuff done right um because like i was i was driving around town that morning and had addison with me because Allie works on saturdays and i was trying to get like all the stuff together that they got Allie for mother's day which was the the next day sunday um so i'm like wait like you know running all these errands stopping into like all these like little like places where i had like thought like oh that'd be like a cool thing to you know include in her mother's day gift yeah um and then she texted me and she was like hey like i know you've got a lot to do like if you want to like drop addison off here at the shop um we've got good coverage and like you know that way you have like time to go and get ready and so i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna have like 
three extra hours. This is going to be amazing. Child free time. I'm going to have so much time to get stuff done. And it was like, I was still trying to get the Xboxes like updated and stuff as people were like walking in the rooms. And I was like, I didn't go get drinks. I had to have like one of the guys go and pick up the food. I was like, where did the three hours go? Like I, I was like speeding <clears throat> from, ahead of time from room to room. I was, I mean, I was very proud of everything I was getting done, but it was just, there's just not enough time. Yeah. So anyway, um, but we did it. We yeah. played, we played some good quality halo. Yes, we did. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was amazing how quickly it all, it sort of like came back. Um, I thought it was interesting. There was like this like trickle effect as like as throughout the evening people just decided to like head home head home for the night getting a little late for them right yeah I yeah. guess and it was yeah. like every time like one of the better players left it was like there was an exponential increase in my own skill it was like oh not only am I having to like not like try and outscore this person but this person is no longer working against me yeah yeah, and it's yeah. like the, you don't think about like the other way like oh this person's not in the room my survivability is that much greater now true it's not just that they're doing things faster and more efficiently than me they're also not um killing my character <laughs> right right yeah. right yes yeah so it, it was it was very interesting to see the whole night unfold the other thing that, that was so fun about it too is that like you know you're everybody that you're like going and like playing against is like 20 feet from you max so it's like a lot of times you would go and like mess up someone's strategy and you'd be like like you'd be like yes and like in the other room you'd hear them like oh my gosh i was so close yeah. like you know and it's just uh it's just so great getting to like watch anyway i think i think that if we could have i feel like land parties are just a massively underrated i agree concept it's, yeah there just needs to be more of them there does need to be more of them. interestingly i think that must be must be the uh overwhelming opinion because if i recall the last time we did this was like four or five years ago or something yeah and when we got there we discovered that that, like the ability to do like LAN had been like removed, like it was just Xbox Live. So we all sat in the same place, but then had to like still virtually join a game as if we were just like on Xbox Live as right. all friends. Yeah. But then we came back to it this time, and you could choose LAN again as an option. Like I they know. reintegrated the option in, which is impressive because <laughs> yeah. it's that's done through like software update. Like it, it always amazes me when something as simple as software can like affect something that feels like a hardware problem right um yeah. but yeah so that that was really cool and then like there was no lag no issues oh i would say what what good fun what good fun indeed all right ben so you mentioned um mother's day which was indeed this past weekend yes, yes and indeed. i'm gonna i wanted to bring it up because so for mother's day at my house we got beth the uh peloton treadmill yeah i'm so i'm so jealous yeah <laughs> i'm so jealous it's like i i feel like i have not had any interest in the peloton bike but the peloton treadmill i'm like no that seems cool yeah i'm surprised you haven't had an interest in the bike but do have interest in the treadmill me too actually yeah me too okay but anyway yeah continue yeah well so yeah um that that has been an interesting uh, addition to the house. I have done a couple of workouts. I finished my 30 days of Peloton biking. Yes. Yes. Throughout the month of April, which if you're curious of seeing the journey, it's now live on my vlog. Nice. You know, go check it out. Were there, were there wildly impressive before and afters? I don't know about wildly impressive, but not maybe unimpressive. Love like it. There were noticeable differences. Hey. <laughs> so that's good. That, that was when, interesting. When it comes to personal health, I think there is nothing more like gratifying than actually seeing that what you're doing is working. Yeah. You know, whether that be through photos or, or whatever other metric you're using to yeah. measure your progress. But yeah. Yeah. I was pretty pleased with that. And um, so, yeah, I've, I've tried out the treadmill now. 
Uh, I've only done I've only done two runs so far, and I will say that the first one was like the I just you know I checked an extremely beginner twenty minute let me figure out how all the knobs and buttons work on the machine sort of run. Sure. Um, and then I did like one more just like regular, just like 20 minute pop run or whatever. And it's like, it's such like a different mental approach to running because like, well, one, I haven't done any like serious running in years worth of time, like, sure. which is, which is crazy to me as well, because for such a period of time, like I would have defined myself first and foremost as like runner period end of sentence this is my identity. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, like what, like what do you do for fun? It's like, I'm, I am a runner. I'm a runner. Yeah. Like what, this what, is who I am. What who about are? after that? Stretching. Right. Stre- for yeah. the runs. Stretching for the runs, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but so like my, my general approach to running is always just like, yeah, go on like long base runs and that's pretty much most of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just go out and run for a certain length of time for a certain distance. And so you, you like log into this though. And it's like, uh, I think part of the reason I've always had to treadmills is because it's just that's always been my approach to running. Just like set the treadmill at a specific speed and run until the timer's done. Yes. And it's like boring as ever because you're not, you know, you're not moving. There's no wind. You're not even passing stuff. You know, right. there's no sense of progress at all. You look down at the, you know, the timer every 20 seconds only to find that only like three seconds have passed. You're like, that's impossible. Time isn't even moving right now. <sighs> You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. The last time I ran, on tra- this was the exact thing. I was yeah. like, uh, yeah, I was like going and I'm sweating. I'm like, all right, this is awesome. I'm like, yeah, treadmill. And I look down and it's like a minute and 45 seconds. And I'm like, I'm like, are you kidding me? That can't be. That can't be. But yeah, it's like, a, it's, a, it's very different because like they're, you know, you have like the, uh, the instructor or whoever, you know, telling you what to do. And so there's a lot of like speeding up and slowing down. Uh, you can like, you know, change the incline and stuff, which I guess you can just run hills and stuff like that. But it like the 20 minutes really went by very quickly, at least on the first couple of runs. And it did feel like, okay, like I got to the end of that and it was like, I've never done a run like that before like even even when we used to do like workouts on the track and stuff it'd be like all right 200 this speed and then you you know sprint that speed and then you'd stop or you know like anytime we did have like some interval training in cross country where it'd be like push for 60 seconds and then stop but like there's no one to like regulate what counts as pushing or how fast you should go and it's like if you slow down and can't keep up it's like well the coach is going to stick with the fast guy and it's going to be like well i pushed for as long as i could sorry coach you know i, I know yeah <laughs> yeah it, it would be helpful if, if literally there was a coach for every single runner for every single speed so yeah it's like how fast you got, how fast you got. Yeah. And I suppose when it really comes down to it, that's pretty much what Peloton is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it, I think it's really helpful because it's like, okay, you're going to run fast for 30 seconds or whatever. And it's like, you know, you can literally just crank it, crank the knob and it'll move it to however much faster. And it's just like, all right, just don't touch the knob again. Right. Right. And then it's like, you know, like, oh, if I want to go faster than that, I can physically like have a number tell me that this is faster than that. Because sometimes, you know, if you're out running, you um you can be pushing for what feels like harder but you might actually be going slower because you're just tired <laughs> or you know you don't know <laughs> tireder tireder i don't know I, I i've only i mean i've only done two runs but i thought it was an interesting way to do it and i think i will uh probably continue to go back and forth now between the the bike and the treadmill i'll be very curious i'll be very yeah. curious because i think that like one of the things and this this is probably like a classic ben carlin aspiration where it's sort of like oh my gosh if i just have this thing then i'll be able to start focusing on this thing yeah um which which is usually like the stair step problem that that happens to me but um you're gonna get a stair stepper I, I, yeah <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> gonna get a stair step machine um no the one of the things that i've thought before in the past would be kind of like an interesting area to like step into in that realm of 
running is just 5Ks, like just seeing if I couldn't get like competitive mm -hmm. at them because that's the race that we ran for cross country for all those years and right. everything. Uh, but I have not, I have not come even remotely close to close to close to what I could run in high school since high school. Yeah. Um, so it would be, it would be very interesting to like put a little bit of energy into that or like make it like my, my like hobby or something, mm -hmm. you know, cause mom and dad growing up were like big marathon runners and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> the marathon is so far. It's a big commitment. It's so far. Um, yeah. You think you need, you think you're having trouble with time. It's like training for a marathon is going to take you tons of time. Tons of time. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you find it? Where yeah. do they find it? Where do they, I mean, they would just wake up early and go, you know? <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Dad, I feel like Dad would always run for his stuff during, like, dinner breaks or something. That is also, or, yeah, I feel like forever. But that's something where, uh, actually, just several weeks ago, I was out running for my 75 hard. And while I was out, I passed Dad on the greenway, who was out riding his bike during his dinner hour. Yeah. And I'm like, man, the fact that you are willing to use your dinner hour to, like, suit up and go for a bike ride. Right. And then also be able to like suit back down. Right. And, and go and do the news and everything again <coughs> afterwards. It's right. like, oh my gosh. Right. Like since I've got to work, I've also ridden 10 miles on my bike. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm like, I don't know how, I don't know how he does it. I'm just like, you just got like an energizer bunny, just like nonstop ability to, yeah. to go. Just keep going. Right. It's very impressive. Mm -hmm. Okay. So switching gears a little bit. Okay. Inside of our notes here, you have, you have an interesting note written down that says some numbers. Oh Yeah. Ben, can I just read you some numbers? Please do. Okay. All right. Here's the numbers. Are okay. you ready? Yep. Yep. Go ahead. 12. Yep. 63. Okay. 19. Okay. 92. 88. 23. And, of course, 99. Are, should I be were, able to surmise? Were those not just some great numbers? Do, do you see these as the best numbers? Transition! That was incredibly cryptic. And I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you, sometimes you just need a few numbers in your day. Sometimes you just do. You maybe know? they'll come up later. Maybe they won't. Maybe okay. they won't. So here is a question that uh, came off of a conversation that Alice and I were having over the weekend. And okay. the reason that we had uh, this particular discussion is because when we first started dating, uh, we spent like a lot, a lot, a lot of time texting because like we it was just like like a huge method of communication there was just like big swaths of time in between like when we were able to hang out and it's it's sort of like that like those opening stages where you're like getting to know a lot about the person it's like that drinking from the fire hose phenomenon where you're just like taking in like like every single thing that you you like have learned about them is like yeah. a new thing that you now know right about the person and so it's like you know fast forward obviously several years and it's like i know a lot of Allie's like go-to childhood stories and right. stuff like that and hobbies and and like whatever the big moments are whatever um but during that period of time and alice and i both agree on this we found that when we got into arguments that we were very productive when we had those arguments through texting and I think the reason we were reflecting on this is because during those days, we argued very well. And I would say that now in the present, we tend to argue less well in real life. Okay. And so what we were talking about is almost like, wouldn't it be interesting if when we needed to like have like, usually I call it, I, we, I'm saying argument, really, we always just call them like discussions. It's just like when we have to like work through something because it's not immediately obvious. Right. Um, but it was like, 
when we like when we need to have these discussions, would it make sense for us to go like into separate rooms and have the conversation through text? And so basically my my question is, is it or is it or can it be better to argue through a text-based platform? And I will I will add the immediate caveat here, which is basically that like I feel like through the advent of email and text messaging, there's been a huge period of time where everybody has kind of been like, you know, um, it's it's hard to read tone of voice through a text or, right. or maybe somebody like texts in a different way and, and, you, and you can't quite tell like maybe the way that they like meant something and so there, it's like left like a little bit ambiguous or whatever um so it's or, or even just like you know he broke up with me through a text like you know it's it's just known to like not be the way right to be a less um effective form of communication exactly right but so but here, you're thinking maybe not i'm thinking maybe not so so this is my this is my counter to it um which is that i almost feel like arguing like person to person in some ways could almost be similar to like turning in your final turning in your final paper but with a rough draft because it's almost like the ability to maybe even like maybe in the heat of discussions like this you are more likely to say something faster but the the method of needing to like put it into text form Mm -hmm. might also give you the ability to like then like review or revise or like like kind of see it on paper and then like maybe even like reflect on it a little bit more like Mm -hmm. it because it is there's a small barrier and that barrier is that like instead of just opening your mouth and talking you're putting it down Mm -hmm. i i think that there is some opportunity to say what you're trying to say better and basically that's that's sort of like what i what i came down to is like how often do you say the thing you're trying to say the best the first time you've said it especially Mm. if emotions are involved right well i can tell you that in my own personal life whenever i'm having such an argument or discussion that I take a really long time to respond to stuff. Like I'm not, I am, I, I personally will sit there and just like think for a long time and not say anything until I've like really settled on exactly like where, like how I want to say it or what, how I'm really feeling. So I'm whenever, if I'm ever like in an argument like that, I am rarely just like spitfire right back at you or something. Yeah, I agree Uh, with that. Yeah. And that's actually how this exact conversation came to pass as Alice and I were talking about something and I was just like really quiet, like working through my thoughts in terms of like what I would say back. And she was like, I feel like if we were texting right now, I'd be like the three little dots would be showing Mm -hmm. up on my screen. Yeah. Like, like I'd be like, I I would know that you were like in the process of responding, but haven't done it yet. Right. And, and maybe that's also like a little bit more acceptable in text-based communication is that like, if I finish this sentence and then you say nothing for like 15 seconds, that would seem like odd spacing for the purposes of the conversation. Right. But pauses like that, even a few minutes, several minutes, whatever, would would not seem as like I don't even know if uncouth is the right word, but it's what I'm going with. Okay. You know, within the context of text-based communication. Right. So have did did you guys experiment with it? Did you actually try and discuss something via text? We we have not yet. Okay. We have not yet. But it was interesting because I think that like it is something that um 
I have definitely, um, I, I feel like I've, I've ruled it out to the point where there have been times before where it's like, I could discuss this via text, but I, I should wait until I'm with the person to start to have this communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and oddly, I would say a thing about me is that like, as much of a people pleaser as I am, I tend to not mind conflict mm-hmm. uh when it comes to something like this because i see it as like a great opportunity to clear up misunderstanding mm-hmm. and so for me a lot of times it's almost like oh my gosh like if if you're upset with me then like i am excited to have this conversation because i know i can like at the very least explain my end of of the right. equation well i think you're describing two different situations here. you are yeah I'm, I'm sort of just now bouncing around arguments right. as a topic in general right right so because if you were like I, i'm having a conversation with text and like i could talk about it but i need to wait that i think is different than being like in person and being like you know what why don't we go in different rooms and text each other about it instead right but, <coughs> but yeah and i think i think where where the connective tissue there is is basically that i feel like i could have the discussion via text as effectively if maybe not even more effectively than i could in person but i feel like it's almost been ingrained in me that it is not good to have important conversations through text Mm. and and so basically i I think the reflection that i've been having about it is that like does that hold up or as text-based communication has become that much more prominent over the past 20 years is it the case that like maybe we can communicate tone a lot better than we could in the beginning. It's, I mean, it's probably much more the case, like with your significant other, that you would understand what they meant. And if for the purpose of having a discussion, you like decided to text each other, then you could easily just be like, could you clear up what you meant here? <laughs> like in person, if you're just like, you know, in the same house anyway. Oh, that's true. You know, um, the other thing to consider is that you mentioned that you were reflecting upon like when you first started um, like dating uh-huh. that you guys were good at having conversations like this via text that it could simply be that the act of being in a new relationship makes you highly motivated to resolve any potential issue um, at all because you're just like you're highly motivated to date the other person and you don't want like some minor argument to cause some big kerfuffle that's i mean that that i think certainly is also true but i would say i have just as much motivation today to that's true re- resolve issues right like with, you're still highly motivated to be a day <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah positively open open and communicative relationship now <laughs> yes yeah right. so here's here's my thing i don't mind conflict and i, I don't mind even entering into a conversation where I know I I could be like on my heels or that I need to like, you know, explain circumstances or something like Mm -hmm. that. However, what I absolutely hate is unresolved Mm -hmm. issues. Right. Like, so if it's like, if, if it's like, um, like I can't go to sleep mad. Right. Like it's like, and, and it's like one of those things where it's like, I need this to be resolved before I can do anything else. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's that's probably where too sometimes text-based communication um how often do you find yourself in a situation where you have non-sleep levels of unresolved conflict hmm 
That's a good question. Because I would say for me, it is almost never. Huh. Well, there's no doubt about it. I think that the difference between our relationships with, uh, like, I don't know, this type of thing. Like, I, I do think that I am much more inclined probably to make a mountain out of a molehill where it's like there is some amount of like upsetness going on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I got to fix that. Like, right. Like, that's not something I could like just get past. It's like, I need, I need this to be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so th- maybe that's part of it is that like it doesn't take a huge problem for me to feel this way. I see. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's probably like a sense of scale might be involved there okay. in terms of, <laughs> of like what, it, what constitutes like sleep de- like deprivating, you know, whatever misunderstanding. Right. Okay. Um, like I, I think sometimes it'll even be the case that like, like we were having just a, a variety of conversations, um, over over the weekend during our our land party because we you know had 15 guys in one fairly tight space and there was like one moment where i felt like i like put my foot in my mouth a little bit and it was like it really wasn't a big deal and i wasn't even really talking to the person uh that it was like direct uh, that not even that it was directed at just just i i was just like aware of the circumstance or whatever and it was the type of thing where it was like like the next day i was I, like i thought about it for like 45 minutes and i was like man, I wonder if I should like text them and like explain what I was attempting to say. Cause I feel like I said it poorly and it's like, maybe this wasn't that big of a deal at all. Right. Like, like I wasn't even talking to this person. Right. It was just like a piece of like, like conversation that I feel like probably was picked up out of context. And it was kind of like, ah, that doesn't feel like I want to make sure that this is cleared up. But then I also don't know if I'm like constantly going back and like, you know, putting way too much energy into, uh, like, hey, was this was this a problem? Was everything okay? Are we good? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Do we need to talk about this? Yeah. My, my just my my personal guess is that you probably are putting too much stock in that. That's possible. But um, That's possible. Let's see. If it's, I could stop, I would. I understand. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, okay. I'll just stop then. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's it's not, not a choice. I, I, understand. I understand. It can be very difficult to with like large groups of guys like that, especially in a situation where we had over this past weekend where it was like in order to get to the requisite 15, 16 numbers, it's often like, hey, you know, you invite all of your initial friends and then the people who can come. It's just like, well, we want more people. So if you have a friend who's, you know, just tell them to come. Yes. Like, you know, everyone there at a pretty good level, or, you know, like 75% of the people there really well. And everyone else there, you're like, you're probably cool. Cause you're friends with my friends, but I've never met you. Right. And yes, yes. There's like, uh, especially I found when you're hanging out with all, um, guys, there is a certain amount, like everyone has a different level of how much they like, you know, rib their friends. And yes. Stuff. And yes. It's like you, you could, you gotta like really <laughs> like, you want to like be on their level with it, but you, you don't know like how far is going to be too far with the ribbing here. Yep. Am I going to like overstep a boundary or am I just like so inside a safe zone? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Especially when you're playing a competitive game where something like very frustrating can happen to you all the time. Right. Just, like whatever. Yeah. Um, C- but- competition often also brings out poor sides of people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, no, I think that's a really good point though, because I like, I, I think that I can be highly sensitive to people like ribbing me because I will never do it to anyone. Right. You know? And it's like, so like, I know plenty of people that that's like, just like their MO. They just like, they just poke fun because like, that's, that's like, 
who they are. Right. It's kind this of like the is, resting this is just demeanor. The, this is just the world they're in. They're just everyone's just constantly giving each other a hard time, and that's you know, no one thinks anything of it ever. Right. It's all just, it's all just like lighthearted fun. Right. But yeah, that 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 can't happen with me. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> like I'm like you know, or or yeah, like if somebody says something, then like I'll have to like go and like revisit that part of my life and like you know examine it under a microscope. Yeah. It's exhausting. Oh, I'm sorry about that. That's okay. it. Is also entirely possible that I just disregard lots of social faux pas is like that wasn't a thing (laughs) (laughs) like you're mad about that i'm sorry i don't i don't give credence to it (laughs) never mind it's just not a problem yeah like just like okay but let's move on all right you know (laughs) right 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 right. yeah yeah well so anyway good good fun yeah yeah so yeah basically basically my my question for the viewing audience out there is do you think that you could argue better through text-based communication talking about yes i think that i think that is where we started um because i i do think that it would be a very a very interesting thing to get some feedback on like i i personally think that i i can like express tone through text very effectively yeah like and i would say even with people who don't know me at all Mm -hmm. i i think that there's probably a decent chance that like if if i am like feeling um like if I am even trying to come across as like cold, <laughs> it's like I even feel like you could not know me at all and be like, oh, man, like <laughs> this guy's ice. I could feel the chill in the air. <laughs> this doesn't happen very often. Yeah, how know? often are you sending air chilling texts, man? Constantly. 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 I don't rib people. I just send cold texts. That's right. Cold or salty. <laughs> Do you have like the little frozen emoji guy in there? Yeah, yeah. Just, like, <laughs> just so you know, this is my mood right now. Right. <laughs> this is how I started the conversation. So no man emoji. Mm. Popcorn culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like even in our office, we have not one but two full display cases with some of our all-time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled but something i did not know existed when i was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting you know to me it was just like a rare charizard is a rare charizard like it doesn't doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded it can add huge value and then not only that but once they're graded they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab and that's where arena club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack but it's for a pre-graded card Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying arena club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out 
And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile. And it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Well, okay, Ben. This could be a fun thing to do. What may I don't know how how, how what access I have to my phone, but sometimes I think it is um, telling. Like, what are your six most recent emojis? Oh, or so? this is always telling. Okay, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I feel like mine will go through. Like, I would say my emojis kind of come in and out of vogue yeah. in terms of like the ones that I use a lot. And then at some point in time, it's almost like it's almost like learning the emoji language is partly. Um, like you, you figured out a new way to use a new emoji. And then I tend to start using it a lot. Oh, right. Um, and it's like, like this is now way more applicable to more things than I, than I would have expected. Okay. So my most used, and I would say that this is my most used by like a mile and a half is just like the lie, the, the cry, uh, laugh emoji. Yeah. Two tears, two tears. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's probably, I think my most used emoji as well. Yes. It's like the modern, like ha ha or LOL. It is. I yeah. Think, it know, it really like, is. This it's, is, <laughs> it's like, that was funny. That was fu- it's like, I acknowledge funny. Right. Or I don't know. I, I can't communicate humor in this. So I want you to know that this is intended as a joke. <laughs> Right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It can like soften yeah. something. Right. Th- it, it's actually funny too, because I feel like I used to do this with like the number of ha that I would oh, use, yeah. uh, like to like laugh. Like if I were to just say, ha ha, H a H a, it's like, that's cold. 
That would definitely me being like, I acknowledge the fact that you were intending to be funny, but I am not actually giving you humor out of this. But as long as you got three ha's, right. we're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Very good, yeah. Especially the lone ha-ha. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh man, you didn't say anything else. Well, it's funny how that's changed because I, like, as a growing up, like on, on the old instant messenger i would use haha like all the time just as like that that was the modern day like this was genuinely funny sure you know or maybe a whole bunch of people were like wow i can't impress this guy to say that my could life. be the case then guys <laughs> <laughs> like oh, this guy is just so gold all the time i bet you also started your conversations with a lowercase hi oh absolutely not no 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 no. it was never that person okay good. Uh, i very much had the very constant hey hey what's up sup not much you you yeah <laughs> <laughs> now that we got that now that we out. get the formalities out of the way right 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 we begin <laughs> a proper conversation it is one of those things there where it's like it, it is funny how with with like instant messenger it was like what's up it's like i'm online yeah what uh, we're we're doing the same thing right yeah i'm here there was th- that those like six like like exchanges or those three exchanges were like how you started conversations though. I feel like almost all the time. It's true. Like you would say, Hey, Hey, what's up? Not much. You, not much. You, Maybe. <laughs> and then it would be like, like, yeah, like you you get that you back and now it's like, well now here's actually what's up though. It's true. <laughs> yeah, 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 instead, yeah. Of, like, instead of not much. Right. Yeah, so just working on homework. Like, oh, so that was what was up. Okay. okay. I remember like, when I up? asked what's up before <laughs> like and you said time. NM, which yeah. means not much. Not much. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I feel like one of the things that I tried very hard to do is when people said like, what's up? It was like, I always want to give an answer. Right. And, and like for a lot of times it was also just like very like nonsensical. Yeah. I would just like make up something hilarious. Right. Yeah. And well, I thought it was oh, what you thought was hilarious. <laughs> Maybe they maybe they were like they were like, wow, this guy's eyes cold. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Okay, so emoji number two for me. Um, I, I don't know if I overuse this one. I feel like I don't see as many people use it, but um, I don't like the basic smiley face uh, Boy, emoji. I don't think there's a good basic smiling emoji. There's like three basic ones and they're all bad. Yeah, so the one yeah. that I use is the one that kind of has like the blushed cheeks a little bit. And so like... I don't know, like maybe like eyes kind of like half closed as well. Wait, like um, like this one here? No, nope, go down. That? The one below this. it. This. That one. Ah, yeah, yep, there you go. I um, see. So yeah, that's that's the, I use that a lot like for for like basic happiness. Okay. Um, the pointing up finger, I, I would say is the one that's like in vogue right now, but it's basically like me saying like this. I agree with this. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like what they just said this like yeah. i'm like i'm pointing up at it i use that a lot in like <clears throat> our discord server and or our slack yes exactly yeah yep yep somebody will say something and it's like this this is correct mm-hmm. um the next one i have is like the grimace face um which is sort of like like the teeth like i, I want to say bared but not really bared it's it, like it doesn't look angry it's like it's nervous look almost is yeah that, nervous it's it's almost like grimace uh, is a word that i feel like i've never really understood yep that's the one honest. right there you got it yeah grimace that guy face. right there yep yeah um so i use grimace face a lot uh i would say that that's usually like my like i'm running late you know or something uh and then the next one that i think i picked up at some point in time that i feel like i resisted for a long time is like the heart eyes emoji uh you know where it was like i don't know why i think for some reason like i was like uncomfortable with using that one and mm-hmm. then eventually i started using it and was like yeah uh-huh. it's like once you try it on for size you realize that it's okay right yeah like whatever it's yeah. cool i know it's yeah. cool it is cool it is it's cool. cool it's cool it's cool <laughs> ice cold ice cool <laughs> medium damp medium damp <laughs> yeah. anyway um <laughs> But I, I think it, it is always interesting to discover if somebody uses like an emoji frequently that is like not 
in like the typical lineup oh okay i actually see one on your screen right now that i use quite frequently it's like the scared face yeah it almost like 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 blue forehead yeah yeah i feel like i use i feel like i use that one like the hands on cheeks right right yes i use that one a lot and for two like to either often to express like oh my god this is amazing and also to express like this is terrible oh sure 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 yeah yes. like just you know use context right right yeah. yeah it's like what kind of shocking is this yeah what kind of shocking is this i use that one quite a bit um i don't have my phone on me but i can probably tell you the ones i use the most basically okay. i use this one a lot it's a uh, nervous laughter yeah it's got the single sweat just this- like <laughs> <laughs> whoops right, yeah. right right i know <laughs> like i made a mistake uh yeah i definitely use that one a lot i probably i use the regular yeah laughing crying one with the double things i use the um star eyes one oh that a is lot. a good one like, oh i love this yeah yeah often to do that okay can i tell you one that i hate when people use okay is the upside down smiley face mm. it is like it is oh i feel like whenever the upside down smiley face is used it's like this isn't good like something so like it's never like whimsical like hey i'm upside down i'm hanging upside down from the monkey bars and i'm smiling (laughs) at you it's more like i don't even know what the the, it's like a sarcastic smiley or something that is almost exactly what it is yeah i've i feel like i have i've dappled in trying to use upside down smiley oh no effectively and i feel like i often get it right it's normally like i did a whoopsie kind of thing oh, i think okay. is how i have been using it one okay that i aspire to use but often i will I'll, i can't tell you how many times i've typed it and then just been like no i'm not ready this isn't the one this is the one is um like crazy face right here oh. I just hit. it's got like the um it's like smiling he's got the one eyes bigger than the other they're sort of like going in different directions he's sticking his tongue out just like ah Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the here's the real reason that I don't use that one is because every time I go to like hit send, I'm like, is there? I feel I feel like I don't know at all for sure, but I feel like the internet has assigned its own unassigned context to it uh. that I don't know the definition of. And I'm like, if I, I like, I, to me this just means like ha 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 like. Or, you know, like things went wild. Right, right. <laughs> but like, I'm like, if I send this, or if I put, the, especially like if I'm going to put it in like a tweet or something, I'm like, the internet has a different meaning for this than I don't know. And I could look it up, but I won't. And yeah, like, I don't want Google to know that I don't know the meaning. So I won't even look it up. I don't know why that's a thing. But do you have, do you have anything like that where you're like, I could just Google the answer, but I don't even want Google to know. I don't know. I don't want it to exist anywhere that I was unaware of the information. I have to tell you that this happened today. Oh, oh, I, and I, oh. De- I, I deleted it from my Google search history because I, I heard a new piece of information over the weekend that I have tried to tell everyone who will listen and no <laughs> one thinks it's interesting. And so you've been in two conversations today where this has happened, but I found out over the weekend, I was at Alice's <clears throat> shop. I was doing some work and her mom and her were talking about out uh like something that happened at the met gala and they told me that kim kardashian is only five foot one or five foot two or something and i feel like shorter than you'd think shorter than i thought yeah by like a lot yeah you know i i don't know why i was under the impression that this person was like six feet plus tall and i like when i discovered that i was like oh my gosh this must be one of those things that nobody knows like because maybe like all the different ways that they like present her and stuff is is in such a way to like make her appear taller right i don't know it would not one surprise me if like every picture 
every picture you've ever seen of Kim Kardashian has been like photoshopped to make her look taller or if like anything especially branded by the you know Kardashian empire um like is intended to make all of them look larger than life yes very purposefully like it is like it's of course no secret that she's five one or anything but like you are never going to just see images of her and assume she's short well and the, here's the <laughs> thing yeah so your your Beth your Beth wife yes your wife Beth uh yes. is five two correct and so, so she's taller than Kim Kardashian ha right <laughs> take that take that um so no I think what was so mind-blowing about this to me was just that like I was like I can't believe that this person that I've seen on like every single tabloid cover and I don't know, Buzzfeed list. And just, I mean, she's just everywhere, yeah. you know, as a person, it's like, I cannot believe that I am like a full head taller than this person. Right. You know? And I mean, not that it makes any difference at all, right? but I, I found it to be mind blowing. And so it was one of these things where like, I, I told, we were at the gym this morning with our coach Gabriel and I was telling him about it and he was just like, okay. <laughs> you so? And, and I was like, oh, I didn't know how, how I expected. <laughs> so I got to the office and I was like, all right, time to try again. Time to blow some minds, guys. Did you know <laughs> Ethan Riley, let me Kim tell Gard you. We're going to get like a cease and desist from the Kardashians and be like, no one's supposed to know how tall Kim really is. I know. I know, I know. But so then, like, so here I am, and I'm like, I'm like at this point where I'm kind of like, I'm like, this was mind blowing to me. Maybe it's just me. Maybe that's it. And this is a person, like, I've never watched a single episode of like Keeping Up with the Kardashians or anything. It's not someone who I particularly follow other than the fact that they're just like a pop culture icon. Right. You know, it's just like, I'm. Uh, it'd be impossible not to be aware of of them. I feel like now it sounds like I'm defending myself a lot. Anyway, so I googled it earlier cuz I was like, maybe what like like how unsurprised everybody I was. I was like, what if the information that I got was wrong and she ah. is in fact like 6 foot 1 and then all these people are going to have egg on their face because they were like, yeah, of course. She's short. No big deal. Right. Like, you know, and it was like <laughs> but actually but, and it was like haha the fun fact that i told you that you totally just you know like let wash over you as if it wasn't the most fascinating piece of pop news you heard today um it was incorrect ah. i was incorrect and so i googled how tall was kim kardashian and then i was like i really don't want this in my google search history <laughs> so, that, so then i was like I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out how to delete that yeah so anyway but that was like one of those things where i was like i don't want google to accidentally think that i want more kim kardashian information news anything updates yeah so do you do you know what this is um sort of a funny thing we you know we could do this okay um we because we are currently renting a billboard you may be aware we are indeed. we we could simply we have the ability to change the artwork on the billboard as we see fit for the entire month i love this so we could just we could just put like i've been wondering like could we change what could we do that would be like fun to change up there like just next to us like people all right it's been like a week people get it popcorn culture number one podcast right we're all familiar with our heroes there's ben and jay up there right <laughs> naturally now, now now we're okay now when you see it you'll just start seeing quotes and we could just put like often next door we'll just replace the popcorn logo popcorn culture logo altogether just often quotes to the side just to be like did you know kim kardashian's five foot one <laughs> that feels like we would get a cease and desist order but that's a, no 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 one owns the facts ben this no is one a true owns fact about kim kardashian maybe <laughs> 
Listen to our podcast. <laughs> Listen to our podcast. Yeah, I bet you anything we would, we would pick up some new followers. Yeah. Be like, wow, these guys must drop fun facts all the time. Right. Like if we put up an actual picture of her, that might be more more of a problem. That's but true. But if we just put up the true fact that Kim Kardashian is 5'1", <laughs> I've thought this, this to me has been like, I've considered uh, since we've had the billboard, I thought, you know what would be probably a really funny... Um, TikTok series or something is I rented a digital billboard for 30 days. Here's what I did with it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know? That is not like, a bad like, idea. Welcome to my welcome to my TikTok <clears throat> where I rented a billboard for 30 days. Let's see what I put up on it today. That <laughs> we have, like it'd be funny literally just to have do billboardswork.com nope. and then all it has is just a counter of the number of people who have visited do billboardswork.com. <laughs> that's it. It's like how many people have, have come to this website? And that would be that would be kind of funny. I just think it's fascinating because here's like it's not like old billboards where it's like you choose an image and that's just up there. Like I can go into the into the back end of it and change the artwork as much as I want until the, until it's up like i can just put whatever i want on that billboard from now until the end of the month <laughs> it's a, it's like a bizarre right like 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 cosmic power right you know you can un- just unlimited do, cosmic you power can, you can just do this you can just rent a billboard space you know i don't understand why more people aren't doing it I, that's I mean, what i'm saying like the fact is you could do this and people aren't doing it you can put whatever you want on a billboard you know more or less there's more, probably some things you can't put on a billboard like right. actual pictures of kim kardashian <laughs> five one celebrities <laughs> But what you can put up is a picture of yourself and you quoting yourself telling people that Kim Kardashian, known celebrity, is only five foot one. Oh, man. It would be really funny if just around town we had a whole bunch of them and on every single one of them we just had like fun facts. Exactly. But like maybe not even like fun facts, but just like obscure facts. Right. Yeah. Okay. This was something. Uh, this uh, Okay. This also <laughs> reminds me of a fun game. This uh, this fact alone, the fact that you went to, you know, double check it to see, is it in what, when you Googled it, was it indeed 5-1? It's either 5-1 or 5-2. Five, five, so one. I feel okay. like we're so going to have a whole bunch of V-Bam. Is yeah. the basic gist of it. But the thing is, you could you could walk around with this fact and be like, did you know that Kim Kardashian's 6-1 or whatever? And people would be like, what? No, I didn't know that. And Maybe that's like, what wrong. I should have done. And then you could like trap people with like, because then some people would be like, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And you'd be like, false. You're Guaranteed. Wrong. You're trapped. Guaranteed. that Because honestly, this is, this is how I felt this morning. I was like, everybody, I was like, I swear, I swear, one of two things is happening. Either you're way more privy to this and making me feel like the silly one, right? right. You know, and you're like, like everyone, like, it's yeah, like, like I somehow have her, I have her baseball card, okay? Right, yeah. I don't, you know, I know her batting average. Right. I know her height. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like somehow Ben's been living under the rock that is the actual height of Kim Kardashian, which <laughs> everyone, everyone knows widely and is like, oh yeah, she's short. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that's like, and it's like, it's one of these things where it is, it's <coughs> so difficult because it is like, when you lead with a piece of information, it is just like, what I did, I, what I just did is I gave you all the power. I gave you all the power to Make it sound like you knew this information no matter what. Right. And it's like, maybe I got to stop doing that. Maybe I got to find a better way to approach yeah, people and hoodwink them. Exactly. I I don't know if you, I'm sure you know this about me, Ben. Many people probably don't because it's not something I like to brag about, but it's just a simple truth about me is that I'm really good at, 
<laughs> it's not so stupid. <clears throat> Let me try. <laughs> I'm dying soul. to know. <laughs> you already know. Oh, okay. You already know this about me, Ben. Okay. I'm really good at lying about North Carolina. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> It's very true. I forget what trip we were on, but you just started making up fun facts about North Carolina. Fun facts. None of which were true. None of which were true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a real skill. Um, I think we were going to, twi- I think that was the trip where you did your backflip flop oh, thing. Oh, jeez. Yeah. My backflip flop. Your big, yeah, your 50-foot backflop or one, whatever. One of my, like, possible Matrix moments. Yes, possible Matrix moment right there. Right. Where, yeah. where I, like, I probably, like, woke up in a pool full of jelly, and they were like, yeah. what happened? And I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, all right, we'll send you back. <laughs> Somewhere you're alive in the in the real world. In the real world. That's what I imagine. Yeah. What, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, like, we're going to plug this version of you right back in, sir. <laughs> Your mind is horribly damaged now. Well, right. So I feel like once upon a time, though, you actually made a Super Carlin Brothers video that was like like 49 lies, one truth. Yeah, about four, the, yes. Is that right? That's true. It was and 49 it, lies and one truth about the state of North Carolina. And you just made up basically 49 not true things. Yeah. Was there ever a worry that you were going to make something up and it was going to be true? Because that's basically what happened with every single Abe Lincoln Fun fact we've the, ever tried to make up. There was that concern, like, wait, what if it's accidentally true? And so a lot <laughs> of the facts I was basing off of known, I would, like, look up actual facts and then skew them. That oh, was a good way to do that's it. That's a so good way to do it. Guarantee it wouldn't good, be, like, the way. Strat. Or it would just be so ridiculous as to not be true. But maybe. Because that mm-hmm. was the game. Could you tell what was indeed the truth about North Carolina? Like, did you know that the state animal of North Carolina is the chameleon mm. <laughs> surprising isn't it and you're like i like, did not know I that did not know that <laughs> you didn't see it coming <laughs> do, you th- do they even live there <laughs> exactly <laughs> you just can't see it because they blend in no but one of the founders had a pet chameleon so yeah you know. well ben you brought up abe lincoln so you know what i looked up some fun facts about abe lincoln for today's episode as it is a show are you they know. are they real facts about These, abe lincoln ben abe lincoln's not north carolina i could never lie about him even <laughs> if I tried because it just ended up being true. Okay. <laughs> it's exactly how it goes. All right. Yeah. Okay. okay. So um, right, yep. here's the thing about Abe Lincoln. I was looking this up today and I was, uh, I was, well, first of all, I, <laughs> nothing surprises me about this man anymore. All right. So it should come as no surprise to anyone that Abe Lincoln was basically indestructible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, that I basically understood that yeah from, yeah from the beginning yeah, from the beginning there were never really any like there were never there were never any doubts but so here's some things that abe lincoln survived as okay. a as a nine or as a child he was kicked in the head by a horse down at the old gordon mill <coughs> yeah naturally you know the place <laughs> you know the old gordon mill the old gordon mill kicked in the head totally fine still went on to become president how many people do you know that have been kicked in the head that also by a horse that also became president i feel like <coughs> I feel like none. Feel like none. Yeah. I feel like how I feel many like I don't, presidents were kicked in the head by a horse, Ben? I don't know if I know any presidents personally. Yeah, I well, feel like I would know. Yeah, or, or for that matter, anybody who else has been kicked in the head by a horse. Well, so there's that. But Abe Lincoln was, and he went on to become president. Uh, he also almost severed one of his thumbs with an axe as a child. He incurred frostbite in both of his feet, neither of which did he lose. Because he's indestructible. Naturally. Yeah. Okay. He was once uh, in the process of being robbed and got clubbed in the head. 
no problem. Okay. Got right back up, kept going. He contracted malaria not once, but twice, and did not die either time. Wow. Abe Lincoln. Wow, wow, wow. Indestructible Abe. Indestructible (laughs) Abe. As they call him. Uh, He also got smallpox, which uh, I think he had for the last two years of his life, but obviously we all know that is indeed not what uh, got him in the end. Right, yes, which was then obviously very unfortunate. Yes, which was very unfortunate, but here's the thing. Yeah, eventually... What Lincoln succumbed to, uh, as we all know, was um, a bullet wound to the brain. Right. Indeed. But here's what you probably don't know, is that it wasn't right away that he succumbed. Because indestructible Abe, even though he was shot that night at the theater, did not actually die until 7 a.m. the next morning. Wow. (laughs) How many people do you know could survive a a brain wound to the head? (laughs) I, I, I mean... I'm plumb baffled. Um, I couldn't believe it. I um, was like, wait wh- a minute, wait a minute. Why are there not comic books about Abe Lincoln as a superhero? There, like, frankly, there should be. Do you Benjamin think, Franklin, there should be. Do you think we will get an MCU origin story for Abe Lincoln? I don't see why not. I feel like we can and should. We can and should. This is just like the superhero Honest Abe, and you're like, oh, he's named after the president. Yeah, not only is he named after, but he's like super themed around that president. He wears a top hat and stuff. And, you know. <laughs> We're not even sure it's not still the same, the <laughs> original sure. Abe. It's not really just him. We don't know. Okay. That's always the mystery. Like, wait, was it really him? We don't know. We don't know. Maybe don't he know. could like say things where it's like, Wait a second. Wait a minute. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Are you just really in character, right. or it's like, right? So it's like, why are you always wearing that hat? It's just like he's, he's, he's like secretly hiding the bullet wound, you know, the whole time. Ooh, That's I like see. the secret. That yeah. would be that would be a very mm-hmm. unusual turn of events. It would, considering he wore the hat before. Yeah. Well, well, now he's wearing it as like yeah, that's part of the it's part of the ingenious part of it. I like, no you. one suspects that he's wearing it for any unusual reason. <laughs> Nobody suspects that our 16th president is a, <laughs> it's a superhero. <laughs> exactly. But it seems like it's close. Exactly. Indestructible aim, man. Unbelievable. He okay. strikes again. Okay. So there's one last thing I wanna I wanna close out on, and um and I think <clears throat> I think it's just something that the that the kids at home, the little colonels in the <clears throat> listening community will have fun with. But your wife Beth sent over a really fantastic oh, like boy. personality quiz she over the sure weekend. Did. And I was genuinely like blown away with how accurate I felt like all <coughs> Of, of the answers mm. and results were. Yeah. So basically it, it takes like, I don't know, maybe like three to four minutes or something to fill mm. out the, the quiz itself. Um, it is a which character personality quiz are you? And it has like a sliding scale so you can sort of say like, um, am I messy or neat? And you basically say like, I'm 75% neat, you know, or something like that. Right. <clears throat> and then with that data, it will spit out which like famous fictional characters you as a person are most similar to. Right. And I I mean, part of me brings this up because I was so happy with your results. With my (laughs) results. (laughs) It it popped up. Hang on a second. Let me see here if I can find it. Um, So it popped up and I I got my, I got my complete match list and it gives you like, I don't know, down to like 32 
uh, different potential, you know, matches or whatever. But uh, so my, my number one was Benjamin Button, which I just thought was funny. <laughs> his name's uh, Ben. <laughs> his name Ben. And I was like, well, that's fascinating. Um, but I actually don't know if I know that much about the character of Benjamin Button from The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Right. Hopefully he's a nice lad. Yeah. Um, Many but, ages backwards. Yeah. But so that was an 89% match. But then right under that, with an 88% match, Ted Lasso. Booyah. I know. I was like, what more could you hope I for? I was like, this is the, I didn't even know it was an option, right. <laughs> like, but I aced this test. This is amazing. I was so happy. I mean, like I would say like it literally like lifted like half of my day yesterday. I nice. was just like that this like one personality quiz, uh, got me that close to basically one of my all time favorite fictional characters. Right. Um, I was like, I, I, I could not have asked for for a better one. Hang on. Did you send your results over? I sent my results, yeah. So okay. you, you should have them on your phone. Okay. So Jay came back. His number one is Sam Seaborn. Sam Seaborn, who I suspect many people know if you've watched West Wing, but I have never watched it at all. Okay. And then also, I don't know what Sense8 is either. That is a show on Netflix, uh, which I have also not... Well, yeah, my, my results were like, I don't know who these two characters are. Again, Sam Seaborn was played by Rob Lowe, though. So when it came back, I thought it was going to be Chris Traeger. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> Ann Perkins. <laughs> Ann Perkins. I think because also I think Ann Perkins was on Beth's list. So I was going to be like, that's so great. But uh, it was not. It was just Rob Lowe playing something else. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So basically the the first name that, that I, I mean, there's like Derek Shepard from Grey's Anatomy, uh, Arthur from Inception. Derek Shepard is, Mc, is that's McDreamy, right? Is it? I think so. Look at you. Go. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Uh, Phil, you got Phil Coulson with an 84% match. From hey, Agents Phil Coulson. Yeah. Hey. Thought that was pretty cool. Lucius Fox from The Dark Knight is a pretty good one. Barry Allen from, oh, the, from Flash. the Flash, the Paragon of Honesty. Yep, yep, yep. Lucas Sinclair from Stranger Things. Um, so yeah, you. I thought you like. I don't know. It was just amazing how solid I felt like the results were. So I will. Uh, link the quiz in the show notes for today. It, like I said, it only takes a few minutes. It's just very fun. Yeah. Um, I would be so curious if you took it and then uh, what your results are and how close they are to your personality. What I, okay, so this was sort of a um, funny one. Maybe you can look up the results of this too. After we took it, Beth and I are like, let's fill it out on behalf of Luke to see what it spits out. Oh, no way. Did you guys send that over? I don't we did. I saw that. Okay, hang on one second. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of funny filling it out because, of course, you know, he's just a four year old. So he's, um, you know, it, you know, a lot of the answers are like very funny in terms of like, is he like messy or neat? And it's like, he's definitely messy or is he like bossy or, you know, very, you know, it's like, yeah, he's a four year old. He's bossy. Like, OK, you know, yeah. OK. It's like answer. It was very funny putting the sliders on. But so the results came back and like. <clears throat> Like, what are some of them? Okay, um, so yeah. the, the top one is Tracy Jordan from 30 Rock. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, Tracy Jordan. <coughs> yeah. Um, uh, Titus <laughs> Andromedon from The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Right. Yeah, like her roommate. Uh, let's see here. Romeo Montague from Romeo and Juliet. Oh. Carrie Bradshaw from Sex of the City. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, let's see. Uh, Oberyn Martell from Game of Thrones, oh. Kelly Kapoor from The Office. That's a funny one. Um, let's see. Oh my gosh! So I don't think you've watched uh, Jane the Virgin before, but Rogelio de la Vega yeah. is on here. He is such a great 
character. Yeah. He is so funny. Absolutely hilarious. Uh, was there someone in particular that you were going to look to as, as like what you thought was like the funny parallel? Oh, no. I, uh, well, one, I think Daenerys Targaryen was on there, which I thought was funny. 80% match. <laughs> 80%. Match. I was yep. like, he's got the hair for sure. Right, Little right. Targaryen. But what I thought was really interesting is I was like, all these characters that are like kind of like, like all the they, there's you can see like the common trait between all of them like they fill the same role in almost all the shows they're on where they're sort of these like overly dramatic like whiny people sure. and i was just like man what is that like at first i was like what does this say about like 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 my son like what does that mean and then i was like oh no, no like it took me a second and i was like that that is absolutely the wrong approach here it's like Obviously, what it's it's not what it says about Luke. It's what it says about uh, all the those characters. characters. Yeah, all of the characters are basically four year olds. Yeah, it's like I was like that, it like blew my mind when I reframed it like that. I was like, they're writing them like children. That's like, such a I real- was like whoa, whoa, like it was like mind blowing to me realizing that like like some like that's absolutely what's happening. Oh like, my gosh, that'd be so curious. Yeah, like even the writers' room, they're like they're like you know trying to figure out this character and what they're saying is like like. You cannot allow them to do something more sophisticated than what an eight-year-old would do. Right. The difference is that they're in a 30-year-old's body, so they are actual there are actual ramifications in the real world. Yes, 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 right. yes. And and maybe they make for very like lovable or endearing characters because it's a little bit of a juxtaposition of maybe lack of maturity and potentially an adorable sense. Right. You know, um, in, in like a fully grown person, right? Uh, which which obviously is, is kind of funny as well. But that is a very fascinating. Like I wonder when people are writing characters. Like it always blows my mind how they're able to like encapsulate a character so well and like yeah. write them so consistently. And like I wonder if this is something that writers do to like build out their cues. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of like like what would. Um, like, uh, like what would Neville Longbottom do? You know, like, like what is the, what is the correct thing that Neville Longbottom would do? Like, how do I get back into like Neville's mind? Right. You know, and for stories that have so many characters, especially some who can be so opposite of one another, man, it's or like big. even like so opposite of yourself, the writer yeah, or that, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like, it scares me sometimes that writers are able to be like, like to write like they in their brain have it in them to be that character because they wrote that character. It's like you were able to come up with all the thoughts of that character that are accurate to how someone like that would think, but you thought of them all one person, right? Like all of those thoughts existed in your head. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, it's weird <clears throat> to know like what this observational skill is, you know, or, or, and maybe this is why so often it's the case that like a character might represent like a real world figure Yeah. because it's then very easy to like go back and like apply like characteristics from a real world figure to a fictional character. Yeah. And you know, then take your own creative liberties as necessary. Oh man, but. I saw a crazy TikTok from John Green over the weekend that I thought was like really poignant as they always so often are, but it was talking about the difference between like reading fiction and nonfiction and like like which, like someone was confusing like which one is which one is the real one? And he was like, "Here's the thing. Fiction is about things that didn't really happen, but they're both real." Like fiction will tell a story about it will tell a story that didn't happen but the things that happen are still real and that's why you end up reading it or able to relate about it but then it's like the crazy thing about nonfiction is that um the story doesn't have to mean anything it just has to have really happened uh-huh so it's like this it's like fiction has to be based in reality 
but not be real, whereas nonfiction has to have happened, but not like like be about something real. <laughs> yes. Okay. You know? I, fo- I follow the logic here. He, he phrased it a lot better than me. Maybe we'll link the actual <laughs> TikTok. If he that. leaves it up. Yeah. If he leaves it up. That's true. If you want to watch John Green stuff, you got to be there at the moment. Right. 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 Yeah. It's very fleeting. Maybe that's, maybe that's a wise way to go after it though. Yeah, right. Maybe it's like, maybe what we really need is like, is like no backlogs of anything. Yeah. You know, okay. it's like everything okay. will expire in 30 days. Okay. Also on this exact note, uh, as I was leaving work on Friday, I got in the car and I was looking at Twitter and Casey Neistat had tweeted something like, what's a, is there, is there a way I can delete like my entire Twitter backlog and make sure that every tweet I tweet from going forward only lasts like X number of days or something. Okay. And like, it was super interesting because like I've heard other people talk about a service that does this and like so many people's responses were just like, best way to do it's probably to hire like an intern or like you know something like that or just pay them to go back and do it forever um like but, but like you're still it's it's manual but like manually doing it and like so many responses were basically just like we're we're along those lines like find a way to manually go back and delete them okay and it was just like and then someone finally posted like this is the app you're looking for and it was like delete tweet.com or something <laughs> or you know whatever it was sure and like Sure enough, it's a service that does exactly that. And it was so interesting to me that so many like otherwise smart people were coming to like the wrong solution. Interesting. You know, and it was like when they're like the exact thing he was looking for existed already. That is that is very yeah, that is very interesting. Like, because okay. I I, I get what you're saying. Like a whole bunch of smart people came to the wrong conclusion. Right. Yeah, I, it was just like it, it was surprising to me that so many people wouldn't have thought di- wouldn't have even thought that something like that had existed. Well, you know, it's it's actually hilarious to me because while while that absolutely is the case, like one of the things that I think about from Casey Neistat's perspective is that he tossed it out to Twitter. But like, I also feel like being who he is, it seems incredibly unlikely to me that he hasn't already solved the problem. But what he is recognizing is the importance of sending this idea into the world Mm -hmm. you know so it's like was he actually asking for a solution or was he recognizing the like what this could provide by having asked it at all right like by like by being someone who has like the level of like you know influence whatever that he does have um because uh, the other thing that that happens here in our office all the time is that like occasionally we will start talking about something that is incredibly Googleable, and we will all be like, no, I don't think that's right. Like, I'm pretty sure it's this. It was like 1992. No, it was 1993. It's like 1991. She's 5'1. She's 5'1. Kim Kardashian is 5'1. Maybe we could just Google it. <laughs> um, but you know, it's, it's like, it is astounding to me how I almost feel like at times, like, and I don't even know, maybe this is what's going through the minds of everybody in our office all at once, but it's like, it's like, is it your goal to be able to find it in your brain without looking it up or like, like, are, are we, are we like doing a thing here or are we not lo- like doing the obvious? Like we all hold supercomputers in our hands, you know, like right. every single one of us is like three and a half seconds away from knowing the definite answer to this question. Right. And so like, sometimes that is like what surprises me. And, and like, I think Reddit, you know, serves a huge portion of the audience where, the question you are attempting to ask is not so simple as to where it's just like a Googleable right. response, but something like what, 
what he posted, like that tweet in particular, it's like, this feels like instead of going on the internet and asking the question, which then you have to await replies for, you could have just gone to the search engine and found the reply instantly. Right. right. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's like a curious thing. Yeah. Is, is like a different way to think about somebody yeah. asking a question like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Why, why he posted it is like, did he really <laughs> just want the answer and this is how he was getting it? I don't know. Right. Yeah. Was he trying to just post? Did he recognize the engageability of the tweet? You know, so who knows? Like, all, all, yeah, all, you know, all of the above seem like all likely within the scope of right. reason. Yeah. Definitely better at social media than like 99.999% of the population. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. There's that. But. Okay. Well, very interesting. Very interesting. Um, so did you sign up for such a service? Uh, not yet, but I have long sen- I've long been considering such a service. And honestly, when I think about it, I feel like that should just be how Twitter is. It does feel like... It does feel like there's not a whole lot of benefit to like, I don't know how much you and I have talked about this before. Like, so take super Carlin brothers, like say we stops like uploading videos today, like, and just never uploaded a video ever again. That is just the end of it. How long would it take before the channel got zero impressions, like zero views? Mm -hmm. And my suspicion is that because like enough of the, like the videos that we've made, answer questions that someone in the world might be asking that like it would take a very long time for no one zero people to see it right however i would say like old tweets are not this way like it wouldn't even surprise me if you were to go to like someone with a million twitter followers and go back 12 months ago and like those tweets having zero impressions. Right. Yeah. And it's like nobody is looking at them. No one's looking at them. And it feels like it doesn't really do anybody any good for them to be there. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's just like that. It feels to me like the point of Twitter is that it's like fleeting. And I say this and I can hear old versions of myself being like, I don't understand Snapchat. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Maybe, like, maybe, wait a minute. What am I talking? Am I, am I inventing Snapchat <clears throat> in my brain right now? Maybe, maybe right? that's like, exa- what yeah. if you had a thing where everything you posted just deleted itself after a day? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe I finally get Snapchat, the- except I think what confused me about Snapchat was that some people used it like, like, stories and some people used it like a messaging service i think that's what confused me is that the messages deleted themselves like why wouldn't you just text i don't know i maybe i still don't get it i I have i have uh, alice has a uh a youngest sister who is 17 and i have asked her this question before and basically her explanation for snapchat to me is that it is a lower barrier than asking for someone's like phone number you can say like what's your snap oh and so it's like it's maybe like like less formal less formal right yeah like to have somebody's phone number would be like a big deal but like to share your snap is kind of like you know just like kind of follow you on instagram you know it's like yeah right, that's fine right like, right you know, right you're not like, regulating who follows you on instagram right if you go your phone if someone texts you directly you pretty much have to respond whereas if someone just like snaps you something it's just like oh yeah whatever i saw it i didn't respond who cares right yeah maybe yeah. maybe it's like more part of the culture to be more acceptable mm-hmm. here is something that i will add on to this as a as a particular question so um like technology today like ipads and stuff like that or or iphones or or really anything it feels like kids are able to figure them out shockingly fast yeah like it it just <clears throat> takes them no time whatsoever so like sometimes i think they are more intuitive than we are capable 
of using them because we have like an entire lifetime's worth of experiences and memories and knowledge and, you know, using of textbooks or whatever the case may be, all of which are literally getting in the way of our ability to use this device as fluidly as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> kids, because that's the thing is that it's not like, it's not like these are even being made for kids, you know, like right. they are made to be as intuitive as humanly possible for adults. But it also to me says that like the people who are making them are going to such lengths to make them so approachable that like a five-year-old with no knowledge whatsoever could pick it up and yeah. figure it out. You know what it is? I think it's the Dunning-Kruger effect. Oh, right. Like where people like, think that they're more capable than they are. You think that you're more ca- Like when you start something brand new, like, like the obvious things to do, feel obvious because like you're like yeah okay i'll do this boom and that and then you make a lot of progress really quickly because you do all the intuitive obvious things right and then the further you get into it you're like okay so that obvious thing it is obvious but actually if you tweak a few things over here in this situation that makes it better for this specific scenario and then like you get really 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 in the weeds yeah and then you're like okay 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 now now things aren't as obvious and i'm not as somehow i don't feel like i'm as good as when i first got on here uh, yeah yeah like i know a thousand tricks but it's like when i only knew three tricks and how to do them well, I was amazing. Now I know a thousand tricks about which one to use at the right time. This was me <coughs> with aquariums to the letter. Yeah. Yeah. It was like as a kid, it was like one of these things where it was like I was just absorbing information like a sponge. Yeah. You know, it was like I would go. Like, <coughs> That's what I wanted to do on the weekends was go to the pet store and ask the people who worked there questions. Yeah. You know, and it was just like everything and anything I read or someone told me or explained to me or I saw. It was just like, boom, I'm able to absorb it and, and good. And so. As like a like 12 to, I don't know, 17 year old kid, I was like way more adept than I was after learning like tons of stuff because it was almost like I went from like Microsoft Paint where it's just sort of like, oh, okay, it's easy to like use a bucket to like fill the thing to being like in Photoshop being like, why was it easier in Microsoft Paint to just fill the thing with the bucket? Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was so easy before. Why is it so hard now? Right. And it's like, because you can do way more. Yeah. You know, and it's like, but that makes it harder. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's a bad example. Maybe nobody can relate. I think I think people get it. Okay, good. Yeah, good, good. good. Anyway, we've run long today, which is very exciting. I know that some people see the shortness of a podcast, and that can actually be a turnoff. So, anyway, well, yeah, today today's episode was nothing like Kim Kardashian's height. It was not short. Look at you go, full circle. Plenty of people, plenty of people might be like, yeah, now we're twenty still pretty (laughs) short, guys. I I sign up for two three hour slogs. No big deal. Yeah. Anyway, guys, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, be sure to take that personality quiz. Let us know how well the uh, the characters you line up with match up with your own personality. You can send any feedback that you have for the show over to uh, popcornculturepod at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to support us over on Patreon, uh, we have an entire backlog of an additional show that Jay and I record after each week's recording of the main pop called After the Final Pop. Uh, just at $5. Even if you just sign up for one month, you get access to an entire catalog of uh, just tons and tons and tons of uh, like 15 to 20 minute bonus episodes mm-hmm. that is available over at patreon.com slash popcorn culture otherwise until next time pop pop